Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Every Gay Sex. You're here with Stalin Sarah for episode seven. Yay. What's up? What's up? So we've been off a couple of weeks. We took off some time for Christmas and um, just family time. So what have you been up to? Catch us up on the last few weeks, Stella. Um, well, the last time we kind of talked on the podcast, we said we were doing the comedy show with Mr. Burden. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got a random text message. Um, Which yeah, so... We went to the comedy show. It was super good. We got to see lots of friends. It was great. Um, honestly, like I, I, I remember Sarah looking at me a few times, and I was just dying laughing. I just couldn't hold it together. Um, but no, it was good. And then I went home for Christmas uh, for a couple of days. See my family, my brother, which was nice. Got to see my old best friend from back home, um, and then I just came back, and I got to grinding and working, and now I'm off for a few days. Um, well, I'm back tomorrow, but I was off yesterday. I'm off today, and get to relax and recover from my late night of and, and dancing. Yeah, you were yeah. doing exactly that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I just got to, I came home on the 25th and got to enjoy like a really, really nice Christmas dinner with my roommate and her friend and my current CSP and their current CSP. And yeah. And uh, how's that going? How's your CSP? It's going. Mm-hmm. Um, some roadblocks here and there for sure, but uh, hopefully stuff we can just work together to go through. Mm-hmm. If I'm being totally transparent to my fans, I'm <laughs> just kidding, no fans, to our, to our listeners. Yeah. Um, I think I found myself in a place where I've always been in a relationship and now this is the year I'm finally taking that I've taken to be alone and, you know, really heal and work on myself. And I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, am I, am I fully ready to do something like this or is there still, do I need more time? And, uh, we're just trying to navigate through if both of us need more time or if, I'm entirely ready for anything or if they're entirely ready for anything, if this is the right time, you know, like we're just kind of trying to navigate some rocky roads, but I do very much enjoy this person and spent a lovely Christmas with them. So, and we'll have a nice new year's tomorrow as well. That's what about you, Sarah? Yeah, that is tomorrow. How, how, how was your holidays and your current CSP? Um, Yes. I went home to Ottawa for 10 days and I had a really nice time. I guess it was a little up and down because my mom was it like in and out of the hospital. So it was a bit of like health concerns and a bit of like, you know, low points for that. But then we hung out, you and I, the comedy show was super good, um, saw some other friends and uh, I spent some time with um okay hard launch 
Okay, I love the hard launch and soft launch concept. Yeah. I If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen my several soft launches of my hard launch. And um, so headline news, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> they come forever. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So um yeah, so I uh yeah, so this is the hard launch. I've been thinking about this. I'm like I because you and I said we are not gonna talk about like naming real names and whatever unless it's like very serious. So this is the first time I will use someone's real name on this podcast. Well, before, before what was the name we had? Oh, am I revealing the back story? <laughs> no, you don't laugh. <laughs> well, our listeners would know her as Lana. Okay. And um, yeah, a girl I saw last fall who re-entered my life this fall. And um, she's back in Ottawa. So we're long distance, but she has typical, typical <laughs> lesbian shit swear um like of course i would fall for someone that's back home like that's the worst but um when like when she reached out to me in the like this fall right away i was like okay yeah i'm not leaving this island like like hey what's up how are you also if you have any interest in this just so you know i am not leaving vancouver island for any reason ever so um if you want to continue this you would have to have you know plans to move here so um classic you hauling and so and she said like yeah she has nothing tying her to ottawa and she would love to be out here so we're just kind of working through plans uh for that to happen so that's exciting uh her name is liv and yeah <laughs> and she listens to this podcast and i hope as she's listening right now she is smiling <laughs> I know that's sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Really, I hate love. I know you're such a fucking Grinch, brother. I know. I've been one recently. I don't know. I'm just in that weird place in my life. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yes. Um we had a nice Christmas together and um she asked me to be her girlfriend. Yeah. Yay. Oh, mm-hmm. we got permanent bracelets. Because that's, yeah. Anyways, um, with each other's initial. And she got me this beautiful ring that I'm wearing. No, no. Um, Yeah, this one right here. When did you focus? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. But any, it's not any, it's not any ring. Normally when you buy somebody a ring, it's like purposeful. You know what I mean? But this was just a ring because she knows I like to wear rings. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so she is beautiful and perfect and has the most amazing green eyes. And- oh, God. <laughs> and then- you know what? My current CSP has gorgeous dark eyes and I gave them a nice necklace. Why are you trying to confuse ma- me? <laughs> that matches my ring. Whoa. Uh- <laughs> Don't try to compete with me. Okay. Here I am. I'm sorry. I'm just being <laughs> And Stel Matlev, we spent some time 
a little bit of time together. We haven't really done enough. No, we haven't done enough for me to really get to know them, but I do think they're very nice. Yeah. Oh, she's perfect and kind. This whole episode could could be me just talking about how I'm so in love with her, Um, but I'll spare Stell. Castell will leave if that's the whole episode. So what? I I said I could make this whole episode about how um, in love with her I am, but you wouldn't... (laughs) You wouldn't want to stay for that, so I will uh, sign off. Yeah, <laughs> signing off here. Thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, that's the hard launch. I'm off the market. I'm cuffed. Cuffing season got me, guys. Cuffed. Oh, no. Ever. When's the last time? Like when I hard launched her on my Instagram, it's been a very long time since I've <clears> been <throat> girlfriend. It's been a really long time. Like it'd be Brittany, I guess. Yeah. So what? Three years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm excited. She's met my family. Um, we're, yeah, we're just in a good place. So, that's it. That's I'm just excited. Oh my god! I'm look. I'm so like. <laughs> oh, anyways, shout out to Liv. Shout out to Lana. Um. <laughs> yeah um, all the ladies this year and non-binary ladies like let's shout out all these ladies in my life who, who i don't remember all these names i don't remember any of the names either real names remember but the code names i don't remember Jeez. yeah <laughs> yeah no honestly all of all the women that have con- or the people that have contributed to our content on these <laughs> last seasons thank you but it's been thank good yeah really Thank you for the content. So, okay, speaking of, um, we would like to, this episode uh, is a is titled "Reflections and Projections," which is going to be Stal and I going over 2023, how the year was, what we've learned, etc., and um, how we're feeling right now, and how what we're hoping for in 2024. Mm-hmm. So. Um, First, before we get into it, I'd like to share a voice note. <laughs> I love doing things and not telling Stella first. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> okay, what? so oh god, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the voice note that Stell sent to me on Christmas. So I'm hoping it'll work through the microphone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hate when you do this shit. <laughs> okay, I'll play it right now. I was just going to freaking wish you a Merry Christmas because I love you. Here I am making you another audio note. So, you. Yeah. I love you very much. Thank you for the incredible year. I can't wait to see what our next year looks like. And I hope this year brings you so much joy and love, Sarah, full of new adventures. I think you've made the best choice moving out there. I've never seen you happier. I've never seen you feel more like yourself. I love you every day. I think about you every day. I can't wait to one day be out there with you. Um, I just love you. I owe you the world. 
you see me grow in different ways and so much that I just don't think anyone's been there as long as you have and I wouldn't be the person I am today without you and uh, thank you for being so consistent in my life and uh, you know showing me what a true friend is so I love you Merry Christmas to you and your family uh, I wish you all good health and love and wealth and peace and uh, I'll see you soon you're not supposed to expose me for being a nice person (laughs) absolutely soft as fuck (laughs) so that's anyway i just wanted to share that that was so cute and well i can pull up a few of my own voice (laughs) that was minor different than that (laughs) so Anyway, I just thought that was a nice little representation of our friendship and um, our year as we've done this podcast together. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, cue voice note. Now let's get into it. I'll start um, with asking you a few questions about okay, your cool. year. So, Stel, how was 2023 for you? Now this year, I would say it was a um, roller coaster of emotions. Um, I'd say it was a full growing year for me. It was a year of mistakes and learning from them, and it was a year from a year of healing um, and and doing things for myself. Really, this year was kind of looking back at who I was and asking myself if I liked that person or not, and making a change for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say this year was full of a lot of things that were unfair, but also things that kind of made me who I am. Um, a lot of incredible memories that I'll never forget. A year of sobriety, almost, I guess, half a year of sobriety, seven months of sobriety. Um... Yeah, like, it was just a year of kind of, I would say, becoming one of the best versions of myself. Yeah. Agreed. Um, And so next question is, what have you accomplished in 2023? And before you answer, I just want to say to the listeners, or to you and to listeners everywhere, if all you accomplished in 2023 is just getting by and getting through the year, congratulations to you because that can be hard. And I think we do put so much focus on checking boxes off and reaching milestones. And sometimes, like like I said, sometimes we don't get to that. Sometimes as far as we get is just getting through if we've had a really hard year or even we regardless. I just want to say if all you've accomplished is getting through the day, then you're still, you know, worthy of feeling accomplished for your year. So back to you, what have you accomplished? Like what stands out to you as your biggest accomplishments in 2023? Uh, I'll put being sober. For sure. Um, it's probably the biggest accomplishment that I've made. Um, if any of you who are listening have known me 
longer than a year or even longer than six months or some months, you would have known that I was a huge partier and I loved to drink and spend a buckload of money on alcohol and I don't know. I guess I don't think I was ever really a big issue with my friends when I drank, but I was definitely a liability. And it obviously hurt my relationships and uh, being sober and growing up mentally and emotionally has been like some of the best accomplishments that I've done this year. And uh, like also like finding the first steps to top surgery and going through that process was like awesome. So I think those are some accomplishments like being sober, especially is like my number one accomplishment this year is still still being sober, you know, Mm -hmm. and and choosing to be sober because I I want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge accomplishment. And especially like I think a lot of people choose to start the sobriety journey in January because there's not really much going on January, February, March, April, May, like. Then it's quiet, you're inside, you know, winter, spring. You started in June, correct? June 5th. Like the peak of summer, parties, festivals. Like I remember when you were like maybe one month sober and you said you were going to Escapade, a music festival. I went to Escapade and and, and Blue. I was like, I I was was worried. I was like, oh my God, like you're, you're, like you're, going into fucking expert level of being sober only one month in like like again most people start in january they do the holidays they drink and they over drink and then you know new year's day they're hungover and they're like okay i'm gonna stop drinking but you at the hardest possible time and made it through all of summer and all of the holidays so it's a huge accomplishment for sure yeah i would say yeah it was uh definitely a test of character and of of mental strength and emotional strength, and I've just been challenged in so many ways this year that uh, that I've I think I've nailed it. Sometimes, you know, I definitely is not perfect, but pretty darn close. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And is there anything that you maybe wanted to accomplish that you didn't get to this year that maybe you'll do next year? I wrote relationship issues. <laughs> hmm. I feel like I focused this whole year on me as a person and liking myself and liking the version of who I was because I don't think I liked myself very much before, even though I seemed very happy and very, you know, but I don't think I really liked who I was before. And and uh, so this year I focus on all that kind of stuff and I don't think I really got to focus on issues in relationships that I have. And I do think that a lot of my issues in relationships have been solved or are getting better because of the work that I've done on myself. But there are things that need to be worked with like another person, you know? And that's what I'm trying to navigate right now because I... I I can come off as I would say a little cold sometimes and harsh because some things don't make sense to me in the sense of like certain arguments where I, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I don't think it's a big deal, but it's because I'm just not putting myself in the other person's shoes. 
And so I just have to remind myself that other people are obviously more sensitive or are sensitive to different things that I'm not sensitive to. And it's just all about having to care about someone else's feelings. And I just haven't had to do that in a very long time. So sometimes I'm a little cold because I just don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't matter to me. Like these things to argue over, they, they seem to be things for me that I that could just be solved by a conversation of being like, hey, I actually didn't like that you did that. And I'd be like, oh, okay, totally cool. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But I know that other people just don't react the same way I do. So I have to remember that not everyone is going to deal with the situation the same way I, I do and that I can't be upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are things that that's something I just would really like to focus. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get to focus on this year. Well, you were focused on yourself and that was important. Like, I think mm-hmm. that was what you should have been focused on this year and you accomplished that. So, um, but the awareness, like what you're saying, the awareness of, how you are in relationships and maybe how that can be improved. We can all improve all the time. Right. So I think that's, that's a good thing to, to focus on next. And uh, what did you learn this year? What stands out to you? Um, I wrote that you're the only person that can really do it for yourself. You know, like if you don't want to make a change, then there won't be a change. But if, if, if you want it and you want to get better and, and it'll happen because you want it, you know? And like at the start of this year, it was all about getting, I tried to get sober for my ex. And then that lasted like a month and a half. And I tried to do all these things for my ex and none of them really seemed that possible. And it just felt weird. But now that all these things are for me, like, I don't know, like I think I learned that life's just a little unfair sometimes and that, there's a way to handle certain situations that don't need to be the way they are. And I just need to like take a second and like really think and not react and trying not be as impulsive and nicer and not make out with people <laughs> all the time because I want to make out with people and I have other people's feelings to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, So... I learned that if you want to get better and do better, you have to like actually really want it and then do something about it. You can't just say that you want it. You got to like do something about it, which is eventually where I was like, I hate drinking. I hate drinking. Like I want to get better. Like I want my life to be better. And the only way was to really just cut it off. Cold turkey. Yeah. Sorry. I think what you said about, doing it for yourself and not for other people is super important because I can see the difference in you when you were getting sober for a girl like for an for your ex and like wanting to do things so that she would come like so that things would work out again or like whatever just mm-hmm. making changes for another person is short-lived like those are yeah. not going to like withstand yeah. time so and I can see now that the changes you're making are really for yourself and yeah. that's that's what's going to um, hold up over time. So, yeah. Uh, okay. And so now I like the phrase peak and valley. So what was your peak of the year mm-hmm. as in your top mo- like moment that stands out or, or whatever. And then your valley would be like your lower lowest moment of the year. 
Um, okay, so my peak was hitting six months sober. Probably was the happiest I've been. I went to a dinner that was super great with a bunch of people that love me and that I love. And it was just like, I remember sitting back at this table at one point and I just like, everyone was talking to each other. Like all these people at this dinner, like they don't really know each other. They're all from different friend groups, all of my friends. And they were all just like, I, and I knew I was, a, I was, I could do this because I know my friends so well that all my friends are really good at just like, I don't have to babysit any of them. Like they're all good at like talking to other people, whether or not they know them. And so everyone was talking to everyone. And I remember I sat back at one point and just kind of looked around. And I remember being like, wow, like, this is, this is like a highlight of my life. Like, this is like crazy. And I remember I went home for Christmas and my best friend from back home was known me since I was like fucking Timbits. Um, she looked at me and she said, who would have thought, Stel? Who would have thought that you out of our friend group would be the first one to be sober? And I was like, I know. And she was like, do you want to go for a cigarette? And I was like, I actually also don't smoke cigarettes anymore. And she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually like 80 something days sober for cigarettes. And she's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I was like, I know. Like, I, I just kind of, I don't know. I just, I, I obviously smoke pot, but I just mm-hmm. like. There's some things that were beneficial in my life that, and there's other things that aren't. And I don't really like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I didn't know that you quit smoking cigarettes until just now. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. It's been let's see, it's been two hundred and eight days of no alcohol and eighty-seven days of no cigarettes. So almost three months no cigarettes. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Like you you weren't smoking cigarettes all day every day. It's like a bit the alcohol was probably a, were you? <laughs> I was going through like a pack every two or three days. Okay, so you were smoking enough. Yeah. I, I like got it into it really heavy because of because I actually started because of Tiffany. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, initially it started. And then I just kept going, and then I was upset about us, and so I decided to be in a dark, gloomy era where I was just yeah. smoking cigarettes, walking down the street by myself. New brother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, but that's done. That's good. That's exciting. Yep. Yeah. So I would say my value was being sober. No, no, your peak. That's your oh peak. yeah, my peak. Sorry, yeah. it was being sober. And just looking around me and, and and just seeing that moment of everyone was here for to like celebrate me being one of the best versions of myself. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my valley, I wrote uh, reliving. So when I got sober, I felt like I had to re-grieve everything that I had already done all the work before I was sober. And clearly I just didn't do the work. So my valley was having to re-heal and re-grieve my breakup. And having to go through that process was literally so exhausting and horrible. 
And all I did was just cry. And I didn't know why I was crying all of a sudden again over this because I'd already went through it all. And, and we and my value was that and all the moments of feeling so like helpless and so like mad at myself because of who I was than that I didn't like that person before. And so that was a big valley for me, I would say. And mm-hmm. all the fucking car accidents that I got into this year. Oh, fuck, true. Well, it wasn't even my fucking fault. And Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and I guess this, this question I feel like I could answer for you. What are you most proud of this year? Oh, yeah, it's obviously being sober. Yeah, yeah. Um, sobriety is like the biggest thing in this whole year uh, is just being sober and doing well in my job, my day job and making an impact. And, and I'm proud of the work that I've done with these kids. And I'm proud of the work that you and I have both done here. And I'm proud of, you know, just like the person I've become and all the work that I've done through all the therapy. And I'm proud of all the time I've been sober and, and feeling really good and yeah nice that's awesome and last question about this year or about yeah about 2023 who was the most influential person that you met this year honestly um i think two people one of them has to do with my other job my day job and it's probably my boss she's like the most incredible person i've ever met in my life like i've never met someone who is older than me that old like who's like significantly like older than me and we are the same person mm-hmm. we literally think the same we are and like I, I would not want to work with anyone else and she has like really changed me into thinking about things and she's pushed me to work hard and she's taught me so many great things and I just think that like she's in the work environment she's an incredible influence for me um and then on the outside world i actually chose one of our guests um i chose this kato nice yeah oh my gosh i love that i think my conversation with them and our conversation with them on the pod like was really really eye-opening and very nice um i don't know if you really, really know this about me but uh, i actually spoke about it today with my current csp um and uh, I was like, yeah, like, I don't have a lot of gay friends or queer friends or any kind of, you know, like, and it's it's more of a choice. Um, I used to be in a really big group of, like, lesbians, and it was just so much trauma, and I hated every second of it. And I've never really been one to be so flamboyant and go around and be like, oh, like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, like, or where, you know, and, like, I just like to live my life and and I think it's pretty obvious that I'm gay and that's okay and I'm cool with that. And I don't really think I need to shout it from the rooftops. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, by all means, hell yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I, I live your life. But I've had a hard time now creating friends that are queer at this age now where I've already made, like, I'd find at this age, you've already, you're probably going to stay, stick around with the friends that you have. And the new friends that you make are going to be less and less mm-hmm. as you get older. So I think I've just kind of hit a point where now I don't really have a lot of opportunities to meet a lot of gay friends. So 
Kato, 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 was really nice to talk to about mm-hmm. stuff that I actually don't really get to talk to about anybody with anybody else. I have nobody in my life who has gone through that process and who's who's like just I don't know I you know and and even last night there was this masked lesbian that was trying to get my attention and I'm just like sitting over here Mm -hmm. I have my glasses on and I'm just like right and and this person like tapped me on the shoulder I'm like what like what's up like what do I know you like I don't know what you want I'm clearly dancing my life away here stop bothering me (laughs) yeah I'm clearly in the zone right now. Right. And, yeah. and I'm just like, what? what? <laughs> and and they're like, hey. And I'm like, hi. And I'm like, what's up? What like, do you need something? Like, are you is everything okay? And they're like, yeah, like, I just remember you from warehouse. And I'm like, cool. I don't wear it anymore. I'm gonna go back to dancing. <laughs> oh my god, you're antisocial. Because <laughs> I'm just I'm a dick and I'm antisocial to people. I don't I feel like and I know this might come off as wrong, but I don't want any more friends. She's a capacity. I, I, I just have so many friends. And, but I do. And it gets exhausting because I feel bad. Like having that dinner, I wanted to invite so many more people, but I genuinely just wanted to be, have a dinner with like four people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it's hard because I feel like I'm going to let people down. Or people are going to think that um, they're not really my friend because they don't invite me things. But it's like, oh, like I do want you there. It's just I want a small gathering or mm-hmm. I don't want a big circle anymore. And and I, and it doesn't mean you're not my friend anymore. It's just, it's just like my circle is just getting smaller and I prefer a smaller circle nowadays. Yeah. And, and I like small circles in different areas though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I have mm-hmm. my drinking buddies that i go to the bar with and i have my uns buddies and i have my smoking pop buddies and i have mm-hmm. like, you know what i mean like i have different friends for different things and that's fine um but i guess i didn't really leave the door open for queer buddies and mm-hmm. so when that person tried to talk to me i just didn't i wasn't very very nice i don't think i don't know i didn't i wasn't mean i was smiling i was just like oh cool like I don't work there anymore. And then I was like, but I'm going to go back to dancing. So, yeah. But, and I just didn't care to talk to them, but I could tell they wanted to talk to me all night. And I just was weirded out by it. I think I think I was uncomfortable because I just, I don't, I don't know how to make queer friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got off topic, but uh, Kato, yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. It was incredible to talk to. And I think they are, a very big influence on how I see top surgery and things like that. Nice. They're great. It's a good choice. Yeah. 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 So that is my, my reflections Mm -hmm. on the last year. Let's hop over to you, Sarah. So how was your year? My year was super great. Um, uh, I feel like it started off, I didn't really know what was happening. Like, I didn't know where I was going to be living. I didn't know, like, what I was going to be doing or, like, anything. I had a lot of unknowns as the year got started. 
and um, kind of found my path and found my way out to Vancouver Island. And since then, it's been like amazing. Like I, the people I've met here and just the, the place I live and the activities I'm getting into and the adventures that I've had, like, it's just, it far exceeds any of my expectations for what this move would have been. So, um, I would say overall my year was like fantastic. Like mm-hmm. I'd probably give it like a nine out of 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nine out of 10. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you actually, I'm going to talk about that actually for a second though. Actually, um, I love that you made this choice to move out there. I was really sad because I, I wouldn't see you. And it's not like we saw each other a lot anyways when we were here, but it, I was making more of an effort now that I had a car, but then you moved away. Um, yeah. But I think it was the best decision that you could have. I've never seen you happier. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you accomplished in 2023? Um. So I feel like when we when we reflect on our years, for you, your biggest highlight is the sobriety, and that comes up in a lot of the answers for you. And for me, it was moving out here, like because that's yeah. the biggest thing I've done this year. So what have I accomplished? I moved out here by myself, didn't know a single person on the island, didn't know where the fuck I'd even be getting groceries that week, like I like didn't know where the gas station was, like came out here with absolutely nothing. And mm-hmm. built like the most beautiful possible life for myself out here, it, whether it be my social circle and um, just the location itself and, and how I finally found somewhere that I like when I got on the plane to come back here, of course, I was sad because I'm, you know, my family and now my girlfriend is there and whatever. But um, I've never been so excited to go home like to come back somewhere mm. in my life like going home to Timmins I was like oh fuck like no and then going home to Ottawa I was like oh my god I don't want to go I never wanted to go home mm-hmm. and now like getting to the airport I was like okay yeah let's go like back to the island yeah. like and it felt it feels amazing to have somewhere where I'm so excited to be every day and That's I cool. feel fortunate every day so I think my biggest accomplishment is being getting getting myself here and mm-hmm. establishing myself so well so fast we love to see it mm-hmm. amazing um and again if all you've accomplished in 2023 is getting by and staying above water that is okay yeah that's okay. um is there anything you wanted to accomplish that you didn't get to this year i was giving this one some thought honestly i i started writing things and i'm like that isn't even really true honestly no there's nothing that stands out to me that I like set out to do and and didn't get to like I I think that um I was busy this year getting myself situated and and getting myself settled and there isn't really anything that I that comes to mind that I didn't do so that's good well good I love to see it mm-hmm. um okay next one what did you learn this year Yes. Um, I learned the importance of location 
I know that people say like, oh, it doesn't matter where you are. It's the people you're with. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> that is so bullshit. I have like, yeah, I mean, I'm in Ottawa and I've got like when I'm in Ottawa, I've the people like my family and friends and my partner and whatever. But there is something so important about if you can, if you have the ability to get yourself to where you actually want to be physical location, it makes such a difference. Like my, I have the best and closest social circle that I've ever had in my life. And it's because I'm somewhere that I actually want to be. And I want to, I want to go out and be hiking every day. That's like my passion. That's what I do every single day with my dog. And so I'm meeting friends that are out hiking every day and that want to do that sort of thing. Like you put yourself in a location where things are going on that you actually want to take part in. And then you're going to meet people that are doing that same thing that are like projecting that same energy. And that's my, the second point I wrote was, um, projecting the energy that you want to attract like the law of attraction or whatever it is yeah that's so true like put out that positive energy and that like be the person that you want to attract and that's what's going to happen and that's what I've noticed this year for sure and um the last thing I wrote for what I learned was um I had a lot of family drama last year like 2022 that spilled into 2023 and I spent a lot of energy worrying about what people were thinking about me if they were thinking about me like trying to mend fences with people that didn't have any interest in mending fences with me and I just realized like put your energy into the people that are putting their energy into you like why waste any time worrying about what somebody thinks about you when they're not even thinking about you like just you know like even when it's family and that's hard because you know we're taught that family blood is thicker than water and that like family is everything and blah blah blah. honestly chosen family comes out on top most of the time so real real. yeah that's so real Mm -hmm. yeah chosen family is such a big thing that we talk about on here because it's so true yeah um all right what was your peak of 2023 yeah again definitely moving out here um but i think if i were to be more specific my peak is where I live, like the apartment building that I chose. And people always ask like, oh, why'd you choose Ladysmith? Like, cause it's the, it's a tiny town. It's like population 8,000 or something. Like it's this small, small little coastal town. Yeah. Why did I pick Ladysmith? I didn't really. I searched dog friendly apartments, BC. I didn't even say Vancouver. Dog friendly apartments in British Columbia. That was my search. I didn't care if I was in Kelowna or fucking like, Tofino, like, I mean, Tofino, that'd be crazy, but yeah, I like, I could have ended up in Surrey, okay? Like, I, which would have been bad, but I could have been anywhere in BC and I ended up finding this apartment, this beautiful apartment, and it ended up, this ended up being most of my social circle is other women with dogs that live here and they've become my closest people. So I think my peak really is this apartment building and, and yeah. finding um, this as my home. So, um, Fuck, you just said something that I wanted to hit on. It just slipped my mind. Uh, You said... Oh, I actually talk about you a lot. (laughs) 
every time I'm working at the bar and I'm like, oh, you guys are visiting. They're like, yeah, from we're from Vancouver. I'm like, oh, my best friend lives in Lady Smith. Oh, I'm... yeah. And I always, I always talk about it. I think mm-hmm. that's the one thing I, I always that. related to. So that you just reminded me of that. That's why. Oh, cute. I love that. Yeah. Um. And so if that was your peak, what was your valley? Um, my valley was definitely my uh, the anxiety that I experienced. When I first was thinking about this question, I was like, why can't I think of any valleys? Like, definitely the year hasn't been perfect. And when I said nine out of 10, this would have been that one that kept me away from the 10. And that was like, I've always struggled with things like a general anxiety disorder, but it really shifted for me in June, July, August, where I was barely leaving the house other than like getting outside hiking and stuff. And I had trouble even just going to the grocery store without having a panic attack. It kind of switched to more of like a panic disorder where I was having panic attacks in the middle of the night in my own room, like with no reasons. And I was like heavily self-medicating with not the right stuff. And um, then I guess that all came to a head when I ended up in the hospital from it. And like that eight hours that I spent in the psych ward that Brother, was the value. Not you texting me, guess where I am. And I said, between a girl's legs. Yeah. And you sent me a photo of your hospital bracelet. And I was like, you thought you were so funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I wish. No, I'm in the psych ward, brother. Like, well, no, you didn't even respond. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was my lowest point of the year. But as soon as I get on, got on a daily medication... I've been like, it's night and day. I'm a different person. Like, I don't even think about it anymore. Like, it doesn't even really cross my, my, like my mind anymore. I was feeling yeah. anxious and whatever. So uh, I think I needed to hit that lowest low to get on a daily medication. Otherwise, I would have never. Yeah. And I would have just continued kind of falling downhill. So although yeah. it was a valley, like the bright side of it is that I, I needed that to, um, yeah, to shift my my plan my health around so yeah yeah that's fair but i think you're at a really good place now yeah for sure i would say um all right well what are you proud of this year the first thing that comes to mind is this podcast uh yeah. and you said the same thing like yeah. when stella and i set out on this it was like was like it was kind of just two dudes being guys talking shit like you know like and just 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 trying to be funny like and then we've got people reaching out from germany saying that we've changed their life and we've got young kids reaching out to ask about you know these and how you know and helping them with theirs and it's been the most fulfilling project that i've ever worked on like yeah so what am i proud of this year is I mean, moving out here and building a life on my own, but just a close second is this podcast and where it's taken us. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree, man. Um, all right. And who was the most influential person person that you met this year? Uh, that's where, because all of my closest people out here, I obviously met this year because I'm. it's all still new, but I chose Amy as my most influential person. And she was right by my side when my health wasn't good in the summer and we spend a ton of time together. We, I work with her and, um, she's taught me a lot. Like she's a certified life coach. And so we've had so many 
so many free coaching calls and so many, you know, coaching conversations where she's helped shift my focus and shift my perspective on things. And I've learned a ton from her. So uh, she's definitely been the person who's had the most influence this year. I love that. Amy seems like an incredible person and I cannot wait to come meet them in March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So now let's go. This is kind of a quick question before we get into our projections. As we, um, today, as we're recording, when this episode's released, it'll, it'll be January, but right now we're, um, the day before New Year's Eve. So as the year comes to a close, how do you feel right now? Like, give us a couple lines. How do you feel right this second going into the new year? Yeah. I would say I feel tired. Mm-hmm. I am tired, um, but in a good way, I guess, because I'm just doing things that I love. Um, I feel content with the process that I've made. I feel proud of myself. I feel loved by those around me. I feel grateful for good health and my parents good health and my brother's good health and you know I uh I think I'm feeling especially last night actually I had a really good night last night I haven't gone out to the club in like almost three months with my friends and last night I had a Friday night off and I have tonight off but I had a Friday night off and and my buddies were like, let's go to this club. And I was like, hell yes. I haven't been in three months. I want to go. I haven't been forever. And it's like, it was a techno night, which is perfect. Um, and I just remember dancing. And I just, I can't stop smiling when I'm there. I couldn't stop smiling because I just felt so happy to be having the freaking time of my life and like being able to remember it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... This entire year since I've been sober, like the last almost seven months, at least not before that, but I did so many things before I was sober that I don't remember. And I wish I did because they're probably going to, they were probably like funny, hilarious memories. I just can't remember them. So I was blacked out. But now like all these memories I've made in the last almost seven months, like I remember all of it for the most part. I have pretty shitty memory also, but (laughs) Um, but I get to remember these moments with my friends and moments where I like stopped and looked around and I was like, wow, I really love these people. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think I feel just like super grateful for where I am and the opportunities that I've been given and I feel happy and sometimes I want to run away and, and never look back, but as of right now, I feel content with my life and I'm happy and I'm excited to see what this next year brings. Nice. I'm great. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, yeah, I would say I feel um I feel good. I feel excited about um starting the year here and um I feel 
ready. I feel, um, yeah, I feel good. I feel strong. I feel healthy. I feel, um, I feel excited about my relationship. <laughs> I feel excited. Oh my God, so do I. I feel really bad. I, I didn't say that, but I am excited for my <laughs> CSP right now as well. And well, say, but you guys, yeah, you, it, it's just, I, I don't feel bad. It's different. Like we're in a relationship with like, forever plans together and you guys yeah, are working yeah. out you know where you're at and and what what's yeah. going on so for what is for what it's worth i do i'm hey, i'm happy to see what the next steps we've talked about going on to like quebec and play some trips in the next couple of weeks and months mm-hmm. so i am excited though yeah. okay go on sorry yeah no, <laughs> that's funny no yeah i feel overall i feel good i feel healthy i feel excited I feel like I feel in love and I just feel I just feel good. I feel good as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So okay, now let's <laughs> Oh my god. I'm a fucking simp. That is what I want. Like I know. I'm I'm a hard golden retriever though. And I need my black cat cat. Yeah. 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 You do. you do, yeah. I do need it like that. All right. So let's switch to projections. Uh, what are your goals for twenty twenty four? Hit the one year mark for being sober. Um, make a dent in my debt. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to like pay off at least like what I owe from income tax is this place is a fucking robbery mm-hmm. and and I want to make a dent in my student loans and stuff and then focus on saving for moving out west and I want to travel more and I want to grow this podcast even more like I think those are like my main things is do well in money and pay off what I need to pay off, grow this podcast and stay sober. Nice. Those are great goals. Yeah. And do you feel like, what do you, what do you need around? Like, what do you, what can you do to help yourself accomplish these goals? Therapy. <laughs> like always. Um, I think I need to make more time for self-care. Um, I need to have, I need to push myself to stay motivated. It's a really big thing for me. I, I have a hard time doing that unless I have something that's like on the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like unless there's a reason for me to be motivated, like I, it's hard for me to make myself motivated. So I need to learn and ask for help when I need it. That's a good one. And do you yeah. think that you right now have the right people in your circle to help you accomplish your goals? Yeah, I I, I do. There are some people I'd like to kind of have in my life a little more. Um, I, I take it very seriously. I think that was one thing that stuck with me that my ex said, they were like, you need to surround yourself with better people if you want to make a change in your life. And I was like, what are you talking about? I love all these people. And then as soon as I cut those people out of my life, my life has been a thousand times better. Mm -hmm. And, and so she was right there and she was right on many things. And so now I have, I, what I believe is a really great crowd of people around me, a group of people, and that all love me and want the best for me. And 
push me to be the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do. Okay, great. That's awesome. That's important. Um, Especially like when you're doing hard things like being sober and, you know, focusing on your career and, and being financially smart, like having the people around that also share those values make a big difference for sure. Yeah, sure. Um, Okay. So what do you want? I like these questions here. Uh, What do you want more of in 2024? Give us a couple of words. (laughs) More (laughs) Yeah. Uh, More laughing, more smiling, more friends, not making more. Right. (laughs) No, I was going to say, I do, I do still want to make friends, but more time for friends, um, more time for family, and more time for sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. I love that. More instance, I'm dead. That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> it I, I found something that gives me this high, and I don't even have to do anything. Like, I'm so – dude, I'm not even joking. Like, I walked out yesterday after, like, an hour and a half of just, like, straight dancing, and I was like, I need some fresh air. And I walked out up those stairs. My knees were fucking noodles. I felt like I just did a workout. Mm-hmm. And I was so sweaty. And uh, my eyes were so fucked. And my hearing was gone. And I was like, I feel so fucked up right now. But I'm not. And I can go and drive home because I'm sober. Yeah. But I just like in the moment, it's like a secondhand, like high and drunk. And you know what I mean? And it's like, so like, it's just like, I get so happy to be there because I love the music so much. It makes me feel like it's like so euphoric. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. And uh, yeah. And so I just love that. So I want to go to more instance. Yeah. All right. Okay. And yeah. what do you want less of in 2024? <laughs> Arguing about stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> um, I want less of that. Less of arguing over stupid shit. I want less of speaking about myself in a low manner um less oh uh, yeah i want less bad talking myself mm-hmm. and less straight girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair <laughs> yeah that's fair oh my god okay and now last question about this upcoming year um okay so let me just back track for a sec so okay wait so last year um in this same time last year i was listening to this podcaster um mary's cup of tea and she was doing like walkthrough journal prompts and um so she did one that was picking one word that you want to represent your upcoming year like really boiling it down to one single word that you want to represent the year and so this time last year, I knew that I wanted to move. That was literally my only thing that I knew for sure. And I kind of thought out west, but I had no fucking plans at all. Like everything was so all over the place. And the word that came to my mind for what do I want for 2023 was grounding. And mm-hmm. like when I when she said pick a word that represents the year, that came to mind. Not no other word came to mind. And it popped into my head right away. I could not, even if I tried, have successfully done that more. Like uh, grounding, are you like I found exactly where I want to be. I found the people I want to have around me. 
I have now have the partner that I want to have. Like I feel completely like locked in and secure and comfortable and confident. Like I couldn't have picked a better word and I couldn't have accomplished it more. So yeah. that, so that is my, that I'm passing that over to you now. Pick one word um, that you want to represent this following year. And then just keep, you just keep that in your mind as you go throughout the year. I put living. Mm-hmm. I just want to live and I want to live my life to like the fullest. I've always been like this. And my parents, when I was a kid, were always like, why are you doing all these things? I'm like, because I want to have memories. Like, I want to have memories to tell my kids one day. Like, I don't want to live a boring life. And then my kids are like, oh, what did you do? And I'm like, nothing. Like, I'd be like, guys, you have no idea all the things that I used to do when I was younger. Like, I just want to live. Yeah. And I want to make sure I'm doing things to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel, you know? It's just like, that's how I feel is that I want to live. I love it. I want to live. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a good word. Yeah. All, right. All right, Sarah, your time for your predictions of 2024. What are your goals for 2024? Um, so. Oh, wait, do we did, do we do the, how are you feeling right now for you? Oh, uh, yeah, we, we did that. Yeah. Okay, I said, cool. good. Super good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. My goals for twenty twenty four. I wrote down focus more in my career, which because I didn't really do that a lot this year. I focused on getting settled and making my way out here. But I would like to shift my focus back to my career and um, grow professionally. Whether that be can like well, definitely learning more and maybe some extra certifications and um, I'm switching from one kind of section of my team to a different section. And so I'll be learning a lot more there. And I just want to focus a little bit more of my energy on growing and um, growing professionally. So um, I kind of felt like I had to say that, but (laughs) upon moving out West, my life focus is way more on what happens when I sign off. Like when when people ask what I like to do or what I do, like when somebody asks me what I do, I'll give them like a one line. Okay, I work for such and such and I do this. But what do I like to do? I want to be outside. I want to be hiking. I want to um, like going into this next year, I've started doing one new hike a week with my dog, like going to one brand new place. Um, How many places? Okay. So, okay. So I was just going to say, so I dropped Amy off at the airport the other day and I was, I had Nala with me and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like in Victoria. So down at the bottom of the island, about an hour and a half from where I live. And I was like, oh, like I should, I'll do a hike with Nala before we get back in the car and drive home. So I opened up my all trails app and I looked for like hikes within, I think like I put like 25 kilometers of where I was at the airport. There was 175 hikes within like, I probably within like half an hour of where I was sitting. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's insane. So I just, That's I just scrolled through, picked one with nice views. And then we went and and I'm much more brave now with like, as far as like wildlife and uh, yeah. all that. And then the cougars and then. Well, there are cougars still. Yeah. But I'm, I guess I'm, I carry like some protection and stuff. So anyway, yeah, sure. just, yeah. So doing like my goals for 2024, 
I want to do more hiking, I tend to go for easier hikes, like, because I tell myself I couldn't do like the harder, more advanced stuff, um, or like the four hour hikes and, and four, like four hour plus sort of hikes. And I can, and so can Nala. So I want to push myself more. I want to push my, um, physical activity more in that way. So, yeah. We'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. Awesome. Um, what can you do to help yourself accomplish these goals, Sarah? Uh, I think being brave and um, uh, just going for it, like just being brave mm-hmm. and being confident and um, yeah, then just believing in myself, whether it be with my career, um, applying, you know, to upper positions, even if I'm, you know, like hesitant, if I could do it, like just pushing myself right. in all ways, physically, mentally, spiritually, like all those ways. So, yeah. Okay. Nice. And do you think you have the right people in your circle to help you do that? I think, yes, I do. Um, as I move on to this new team at work, my new reporting man, the new manager that I report to is, uh, amazing. And I know she has my best interest in mind and she'll help me with my career stuff. And all my social friends around here are all into hiking and I know they'll want to join me. And yeah, so I, I definitely have the right circle, um, of people. And, um, I have you and, uh, other supportive friends and I have a very supportive partner. So, and a supportive family. So I think I've got, I've got it all got a good team nice we love that yeah. and what would you say that you would like more in 2022 24 this, this next year fresh air uh-huh. meaningful conversations uh-huh. travel uh-huh. new hikes uh-huh. and uh more laughing <laughs> i copied that one from you <laughs> yeah okay um, okay, we love that. I love to see that. And what would you like less of in 2024? Um, my brother once read me this quote, and I'll misquote it, but it was something like, okay, I don't remember what it was, but the point of it was that to stop wasting time talking about other people. And I, of course, we're on, sitting on a podcast where we do talk about other people, mostly people we've slept with, but what I want less of is negative conversations about other people, like uh-huh. the gossiping, like who's doing what, if it's like, if we're talking about so-and-so's engaged, so-and-so bought a house, they expanded in their career, they're living their best life. I love to talk about that. I could talk about that all day. I love to talk about other people's wins. What I'm tired of talking I mean- about is like the default conversation with people, especially small talk, even at the grocery store, the default to be negative, oh, like raining again today or oh, like it's cold. Oh, always about the weather. It's so Canadian. <laughs> oh, like, did you see that there's construction going on? And like, like, I would rather like, I don't know, just small talk is so lame and stuff. But like, Ooh, let's, yeah. let's, Talk about positive things. Like, I know it's raining. I was outside. You don't need to tell me that it's raining. Like, let's talk about how good that is for the plants and the trees. Like, you know, like, let's just less negative conversation. Um, okay. Less makeup. I want to start being more comfortable with less makeup on. I was saying to my partner the other day, like, I feel more confident with less on. 
So I don't know why when I'm getting ready to go out, out that I feel like I need to put so much on. Like I, yeah. So less makeup. Um, and less, this one's hard, a very difficult one, but less stress. I think that so many diseases that people get in their, at any, at any age come like from stress and, um, yeah, worrying about what we, not worrying about what's out of our control and just worrying about what we can control and not worrying about trying to control other people and the news and what's going on in all these other places, like just keeping your focus kind of on yourself, not in a uh, conceited or self-centered way, but just control what you can control and don't stress about what you can't because it really does affect your health. And so as much as we can, let's try for less stress and just letting things roll. Yep. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Love it. We love it. And then I guess you, did you want to talk a little bit more about the one word that you're that represents your 2024 yeah so okay yeah so the, the grounding was 2023 so that's what i'm oh rest yeah so oh yeah okay for my work so what is the one word that you want to represent 2024 then so i thought about this yesterday on a hike and i i am having the tendency to go with the first one that pops into my head because that's what feels the most natural so the first word that came to my head for representing 2024 is connection uh-huh. so connection, finding deeper connection with my friends, my family, my partner, um, my dog, my like connecting deeper with nature, connecting deeper with my mindfulness and meditation practice that I've totally been neglecting, um, connecting more with myself and Mm -hmm. what I want and what I want my next 10 years to look like. And, Mm -hmm. um, connecting more with my body and yeah, just find making new connections, um, building deeper connections that I, with ones that I have already and yeah, just connection in general. Nice. I love that. Mm -hmm. We love to see that. And then I have some, that's, that's all for our projection. For our shots, but I'm trying a few final thoughts uh, as we go into the new year. Okay, so for the listeners, thank you for staying tuned at an hour and 10 minutes into our uh, chat here. Um, okay, as we go into the new year, let us as a society stop being so obsessed with diet culture and weight loss. The amount of years that I wrote down my goals for the following year and weight loss, losing weight, losing 10 pounds, losing 15 pounds, losing this percent body that was always the top of my list for my whole fucking life. And if you want to get healthier and eat better and and you want to lose weight, like I'm super happy for you, but do not feel like that's what you need to be doing. Like it's more important to spend your energy on finding love for yourself at the body that you're sitting in right now. We only have one body. This is all we have forever. So be kind to yourself. Stell, you mentioned being kinder to yourself and speaking kinder to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess what I'm my stance on this is just to reinforce anti-diet culture. Like, I'm just tired of mm-hmm. the new year, new me, like 
everybody knows if you go to the gym, the gym is going to be fucking packed this month, upcoming, because everybody wants to lose weight. Everybody ate too much over Christmas or whatever, and they're obsessed with losing weight. I'm just so over that. Like, think like neither Stella or I mentioned that in our goals. We don't. We're not trying to lose a certain number of inches off our waist. Like, if I lose weight from hiking and I feel better about myself and feel healthier. Like feeling healthy and feeling good about yourself. Oh my God, I'm super into that. But the obsession with the scale and the numbers and the body fat percentage, I'm just so over it. And I think it's toxic and I think it's harmful. And um, if you want to lose weight, I'm happy for you. But my stance on it is just don't feel like that's the end all be all goals for the year. And, um, uh, Do you want to do the next one? Yeah. Um, Declutter your space, your mind, and your social circle, your work, your commitments. Like decluttering. Like I find I put too much on my plate a lot of times and I feel like I'm going to explode and I'm very stressed out all the time and I what I need to do is take a break and I need to declutter my life and my mind and take one step at a time and tackle eat anything one at a time. Because if you do too many things at a time, you're going to burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, especially like, I find if my space is a mess, I feel like my life's a mess. And it's just like a domino effect. And once my bedroom and my life and my car are a mess... I feel like everything else is and you got to declutter because as soon as that's clean, I feel like, okay, I can breathe again. What's next? And that shifts. Read the next one because that that totally ties together with what you're saying. Okay, so reprioritize. Evaluate your wants, needs, capacities that you have to help others. So that's also something that even Sarah and I have had this conversation where I was like, well, sometimes I feel like maybe I can't show up for you all the way that I'd like to because I don't have the mental capacity to be the way there the way I want to be because I'm incapable right now or have the energy to do that because I'm going through stuff for you know what I mean and so it's like um just make sure that you're taking care of yourself because you can't really show up for other people if you can't show up for yourself you know Mm -hmm. so and then no yeah so decluttering also like your phone like delete the apps you're not using your camera roll like go through your subscriptions make sure you're not paying for shit you don't need like i i'm in the process right now of flipping my apartment upside down and cleaning everything out and you know throwing things out that i don't need like clean out your closet all these declutter and reprioritize what you really want to do every day and go with that and not base it on what you used to what just because you've done it for five years doesn't mean it needs to continue into this next year and um kind of basing off what Stell said about knowing your own capacity find in this next year i hope everybody can find comfort in establishing boundaries whether it be with your partner your friends your family your coworkers. like take time to really think about what you have to give and set the boundaries, mm-hmm. whether it be with your, you know, mother-in-law with, you know, how much time they're spending with your kids or like just how much time you're committing to 
your partner for whatever. Like just prioritize yourself. And even though it's difficult, it's really fucking hard to tell your best friend, hey, listen, Stella, like I've had a fucking shit day. I know you're going through it right now. Can we please talk tomorrow? I, I can't show up for you like I need to. And tomorrow would be better. That's a hard conversation to have, but that's a boundary that you're protecting yourself. And at the end of the day, you're showing up better for your friend if you wait a couple hours or wait till the next day. So yeah. the courage to do. I'd rather a friend tell me that than to try and be there for me and and kind of be shitty. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. You know, so So yeah, that's our advice going into this new year. Um this episode will be released uh on january 3rd so happy new year everyone happy new year everyone and you know here's you know here's here's the love here's the honor if you can't come in or come on or wow (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what the fuck i thought you were gonna say but that isn't it that's not (laughs) not me saying that for my christmas dinner with my parents and my brother (laughs) (laughs) Everyone died. My brother just started dying laughing. My parents were just dying. They thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, that's Stella's advice. I guess I'll I'll say that's mine. No. <laughs> just, I don't know. Pick you guys. Make, make, be happy. Laugh a lot. Fucking big, pick good people in your life. <laughs> and have all the sex that you want to have. And don't be ashamed of your kinks. Maybe some of them, but just not all. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah. Yes. Happy New yeah. Year, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us this whole year. Like, yeah, it's been amazing. It's and we're thinking for the journey and mm-hmm. the, this next year is all it's begin. It's only up from here. Yeah. It's only up from here. Yeah. So, so thank you guys. Have a great day. Have a great year. And we'll talk to you next week. And thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. coming. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.